0: The While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes.
1: Hello, how you doing? Welcome again to another edition of While You Are Single TV yes i know it's been a while but i'm glad to be here if you're watching online thanks for watching if you're listening on the podcast thank you for listening it's been a little over a year since the pandemic hit a lot of us are still recovering from the aftermath of covid 19. if you were negatively affected or if you lost a loved one or a family member this past year my heart goes out to you i pray that god restores you and comforts you during this time 2020 was a very rough year for a lot of us. I remember back in 2016, a leap year. A leap year is every four years. 2016 was a leap year. 2020 is a leap year. The next leap year is 2024. At the time, I was trying to encourage my single friends to see that leap year, 2016, as a year that they will leap into marriage. The women will leap into the hands of their husbands, and the men will have their wives leap into their hands, and just beyond marriage. I wanted to encourage people to see a leap year as a year they leap, jump, propel into God's plan for their lives. Four years later, in the beginning of 2020, I revisited that concept, and I acknowledged that the experiences that a lot of people experienced between 2016 and 2020 was probably not a leap. I acknowledged the fact that some people, things did not work out for them, and I still encouraged them to hope and to view Uh, 2020 as the year that they will leap, and to continue to trust and believe that things will be different in 2020. Well, little did we know how different 2020 will be. I'm sure a lot of us will agree that 2020 was not a leap year as I was uh, suggesting. It was more of a limp year. A year that left us limping. In fact, some of us are still limping in 2021 because of what happened in 2020. I'm sure a lot of us, we hope and pray that 2020 was just a blip year. What happened was just a blip, an anomaly, something that will not happen again. And I pray that that's the case. Nevertheless, 2020 was a rough year for a lot of us. And because of the negative things that transpired in 2020, some of us who are of faith, in fact, even those of us who are not of faith, have questions. Where is God? What's going on? Why is this happening? What is he doing? What is Why is he not doing anything? What's going on? And one of the hardest things to deal with is when you have all these questions and the one person that has all the answers does not answer. Or his answer is hard to understand or one that you don't even understand. In such cases, When we hear from God and we don't understand what He's doing or what He is doing or saying is hard to understand, we tend to reject things like that. We tend to not accept it. We tend to get offended. Which brings me to what I want to talk about today. It comes from a story in John chapter 6. Jesus was addressing an audience. While He was speaking, what He was talking about was hard to understand. In John chapter 6, Verse 60. The Bible says, Many of the disciples were saying that what he was saying was hard to understand, and who can accept it? And in John 60, 61, Jesus turned to them and said, Does this offend you? And in John 6:66, 6, the Bible says, Many of the disciples, not a few, many of the disciples, not the people, many of the disciples stopped following him. The New Living Translation says, at that point, they turned away and deserted him. What struck me was the fact that the scripture said, many disciples stopped following him. Jesus was not just addressing the disciples. He was addressing an audience. But the writer of that verse highlighted that it was the disciples. The ones that are supposed to be closer to Jesus, the one that was supposed to be mature in the faith, the ones that were supposed to be disciplined and more committed to God, they were the ones that got offended and they were the ones that left. I can understand how people can get offended by what God is or not doing, particularly because they don't understand what he is up to. I can understand that. I can understand how someone of faith can lose their faith. I can understand how at one time something that God is saying to an individual excites them, gives them hope, gives them encouragement, helps them see the light, but later on that same thing is told to them and now they're getting offended. Because time after time, year after year, those expectations were not met. Those things they were expecting from God did not come to happen. A lot of things transpired causing them to question what's going on. No understanding is made available. I can see how they can get offended. And just to be clear, it wasn't the 12 disciples that left. It was the other disciples. In Luke chapter 10, verse 1, we're told that Jesus appointed 70 or 72 other disciples. So I believe when the scripture says they stopped following him, it's referring to the 70 or 72 or a lot of that group. They stopped following him because they did not understand what he was saying and it was hard to accept. The other thing that struck me about that verse is the verse itself, where it says they stopped following him. John chapter six, verse 66. John, six, six, six. A number that is attributed to the enemy, the devil. Ultimately, the devil wants us to stop following Jesus. And one of the tools that he uses to cause us to stop following Jesus is offense. The devil uses anyone, at any time, in any way, to get you offended. Whether it's through the media, whether it's through social media, whether it's through gossip, whether it's through hearsay, the devil will use any and everything to cause you to get offended. Perhaps you've heard of the breakdown of the word offend. If you split it in two, you get the words off And end. The devil wants to get you offended to get you off your relationship with God so that he can end what God is doing in your life. He wants to get you off course so that he can end what God is doing in you and for you. He wants to get you off your game so that he can end your progress. I think part of the challenge is that we want to understand God Before we stand under God. But we have it backwards. God wants us to stand under him before we understand him. Let me say that again. We want to understand God before we stand under God. But God wants us to stand under him before we understand him. So despite the fact that we have no understanding, we have no clue, we have no idea what God is up to, how do we remain under God? How do we remain in a relationship with God despite a lack of understanding? I believe the response of the 12 that remained gives us a clue. In John 6, 67, Jesus looked at the other 12 and said to them, are you going to leave as well? And Peter in John 6:68, 6, 68, responding and said, To whom shall we go? You have the words that give eternal life. And in verse 69, he said, We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Couple of things. How can we ensure that we remain in relationship with God, despite a lack of understanding of what he is up to or what he is saying? Peter said it best to whom shall we go? What other options do you have? What is the alternative? Of course, there are options and alternatives, but are they equal to God? Are they even close to being mentioned to be on the same level as God? What are your options? What other options do you have? If I leave God, where am I going? Is definitely way, way, way downhill. What other options do you have? So many times in my life, even right now, I'm like, God, what's going on? I don't get it. Why is this not happening? I've been committed all this time. What's going on? Why? What are you up to? Why? Lord, why? And after ranting and raving, I always end up in the same place. God, you know best. I trust you. I believe in you. You know something I don't know. You see something I don't see. I'm going to continue to trust. I'm going to continue to believe. I'm going to continue to move on. God knows best. You see a clip. He sees the entire movie, complete with the prequel and the sequel. You see a puzzle that keeps you puzzled. He sees the entire picture. God sees the bigger picture. And he works everything, ultimately, for your good. The other thing Peter said was, we have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Notice he did not say, we have come to know and believe. Belief came before the knowing. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. We want to know before we believe. And God is asking us to believe before we know. Belief deals with faith. Knowing deals with facts. If you know something, you don't need to believe it because you know it. However, you can believe something that you don't know. And that's how God wants us to operate with him, to start with faith, not facts. Start with faith, not facts. He wants us to believe, start there, then eventually you'll know. But we want to know first. In essence, we want to know why. Before we do what he wants us to do. And God is like, I want you to trust in who I am. Focus on the who. So when Peter said, to whom shall we go? We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Peter and the other 11 were basically saying, we're focusing on the who you are. We're starting with who you are. The God of the universe, the creator of the universe, the God of love. We're going to trust you, We're gonna believe in you, we're gonna start with you. He started with who, then the what, then the why. But we wanna start with why, do we need to do what he wants us to do before we focus on who he is? We have it backwards. We're supposed to start with the why, we're supposed to start with the who, then the what, then the why. We're supposed to stand under him, who, doing what he wants us to do before we get the why, understand him, okay? I believe this truth is hidden in the first verses of the first book of the Bible. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, started with the who? God. In the beginning, God, the who, created the heavens and the earth. The what he did. And I don't know if the writers and the translators of the Bible had this in mind or if it occurred to them, but in the second verse, (laughs) that's when we get the why. So the why is not even on the same level as the who and the what. The why is subordinate to the who and the what. The why is underneath the who and the what. The why is not as important as the who. That's why I believe it's even placed in the second verse and not the first. The first and preeminent is the who and the what. Then the why, verse 2. The earth was null and void. It was empty and full of darkness. And the Spirit of God was hovering over it. So basically, the top, the most important thing to help us remain in relationship with God is who he is and doing what he wants us to do. In the beginning, God, the who created the heavens and the earth, the what and the why is underneath verse two, because the earth was null and void. It was empty and full of darkness and the spirit of the Lord was hovering over it. So here is God again at the end of everything. So God is in the beginning of it. Then he's at the end of it because he is the beginning and the end. He is the first and the last. It's all about him. We need to focus on who he is. Do what he wants us to do. The why comes later. A wise woman once said, We live life forward, but we understand it backwards. We live life forward, and we understand it backwards. If you're going to be successful in life, we have to walk by faith, not by sight, not by facts, to move forward. Then when we get on the journey, on the way to where God has taken us, and even when we get there, we can look back and now get the understanding, okay, this is why I have to go through this path. If we're going to receive a download from God, we literally have to be under him first. When we get under God, when we st- stand under God, he can literally download the wise and the understanding of what we need. But it starts with us believing in him first, then the knowing comes later. And when the knowing does come, it's really irrelevant because we've already made the progress. So I want to encourage you to focus on the who, do what he wants you to do, and the why comes later. Thanks for listening. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the person who's watching right now. I pray that you strengthen them. I pray that their faith does not fail. I pray that you help them to believe in you and not wait to know everything before they commit their hearts and their lives into your hands. Father, I pray that you help them not lean on their understanding, but help them acknowledge you in all their ways so that you direct their path. Father, I pray that you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle them, supply all their need according to your riches and glory. Father, I pray. And I thank you for being mindful of them, thinking about them, and letting your face shine on them. Thanks for being merciful and gracious toward them, Father. God, I pray that you surround them with favor like a shield. Strengthen their faith in you. If any of them are dealing with any hurts, Father, I pray that you heal them and restore them in Jesus' name. If any of them are on the verge of leaving or they've left, I pray that you draw them with your love and draw them with your compassion and help them realize that you never left them, that you're still there with them. Help them feel your presence and draw them back into the fold. Father, I thank you, Lord, for exceeding their expectations, Father. Thank you for answering these prayers. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about OJ Tokes, his books blog music and his monthly ministry for singles please visit while you are single.org that is while you are single.org if you've been blessed by the podcast we encourage you to please share with your friends until next week's podcast take care and stay blessed